Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on. That's how we start. That's how we start. Welcome, y'all. This is the second episode in the week. Look at that. Hard work and dedication, but it's a lot going on. Yeah, man. And we in person. This is uh, this is big things happening right now. Uh, I don't know what episode this is because... 45, I think. Well, this is a new one. You don't know what episode this is. I, I swear it's 45. But yeah, I, I think it's definitely 45. Let me make it's sure. Trump number episode. No. <laughs> and Lennox Lewis, uh, during the Lennox Lewis fight tomorrow that wasn't supposed to happen, Oscar De La Hoya, you, you cost me money, bro. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, this is episode 45. Uh, yeah, so I was supposed to work the De La Hoya fight tomorrow. Uh-huh. But he said he had COVID. Or I, I like to say he had a cocaine COVID attack, probably. Allegedly. So now he pulled out of the fight. So now it's Lennox Lewis versus his opponent in Hollywood, Florida, because that's the only place you can get Donald Trump to commentate on the fight. Yeah. 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 Maybe so. You might be right, actually. I, I, yeah, old people fighting should only happen in wrestling. Like, I ain't trying to see old people really fight. Cause have you ever seen old people really fight in real life? It's mostly just someone grabbing someone's cane and they struggling. I thought it would be like the two British people that was fighting. Oh yeah, that was those middle aged dudes. He headbutted that man. That's all he had in his offense, bro. Yeah. They was fighting like GTA San Andreas characters. They really were. It was like he was just pressing square every single time. A couple times just doing this, it's like yo. Or when you learn them combos, they just spread like a square circle X or something. Yeah, they was fighting like Tekken, bro. Tekken one. Yes, yes. There's a lot of Hiachi moves in there, bro. That shit was slow as hell. It was uncoordinated. They British too, so they die consist of just fish and chips. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. Damn. And pub beer. They really have beans for breakfast, but like. Toast and sausage. This nigga in here eating beans. Yeah, not me. British niggas. That they probably. I don't know what else they eat. Honestly, I've never. I don't know. I don't know what Europeans eat outside of Italians. Italians is like, well, we gonna turn this into some noodles. I don't know what else y'all got. The Irish got shepherd pie and potatoes. I heard shepherd pie is good. I never had it. I'm, 
Nor have I. Scottish food, I think I got to quote Mike Myers on this one, which is he said, I think most Scottish cuisine was invented on a dare. What's Scottish uh, food? Haggis. Fuck is that? It's like meat put in sheep's stomach or something like that and then boiled or something. Okay, so. Yeah, Mike Myers might be right. That's when I go vegan for real, for real. Yeah, which now is like, man, I wonder if all the jackass people are Scottish because they just do wild shit. That's not, I do anything they don't do, excuse me, except for eat that. I'll do all them attempts. Anything not relating to my balls, I would do other than eating that. That shit don't sound enticing at all. No, it does not. It right. does not. Sheep stomach and what else? I don't know what else. Let me look it up. Let me look it up so I... So I'm not culturally insensitive right now. Yeah, let's be correct. They insensitive for making that shit. We we got the internet, so let's use it. A Scottish dish consisting of sheep's or calves' offal mixed with sweat. Huh? S U E T. Not I don't know how okay. to say that. Oatmeal and seasoning, and boiled in a bag, traditionally made from the animal's stomach. Oh, so it's the same animal. They just put it in their stomach. And I was like, yo. I, I get it. Back in the day, you had to do that because you didn't have pots or, you know, boil in the bag stuff. But I. But boiling something don't even sound enticing unless it's just water. Certain things got to die. Cuisines included. Like. They still eating that shit? Yes. Where you go to buy that? They, that's probably at one of the McDonald's. You know how they have like secret McDonald's menus, where it's not even secret. Like certain places in the world, yeah, it has certain things on their menu you can't get out of here. Yeah, like I mean, I know in Menudo is is cow stomach, but Menudo tastes good. I've always wanted Menudo. Right? It's good. My wife's uh, mother, my mother-in-law, makes a pretty good Menudo. Okay, I'll bring you some one day. And I don't even eat red meat, but I'll try. Yeah, you know, just get you a little bit of lemon, salt and pepper, limes, and some oregano. You'll be good. That's a lot of spice. It's a lot of spice. Shouldn't it already be spiced up? It is, but that's just the thing you put in afterwards for the flavor. You don't do it. It's a weird thing. You don't do it before because those particular things, people like particular um, amounts, or some people don't like certain amounts. Mm Mm-hmm. So they usually leave them for the size, so that way people can be like, okay, you can put as much oregano as you want in, you can put as much lemon as you want in, you can turn the shit into lemon juice if you want. But, nah, it's, uh, it's wild. But yeah, anyways, getting back to, I don't know what we're talking about today. Um, food, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. That and just, you know, hey man, I, I guess... This was a soulful Friday when it came to music, cause we got that Yeba album. We got the deluxe edition of Van Jess. I think that came out. Yeah, cause they got that song Lucky Day. Yeah, yeah. we got that Ari Lennox track, mm-hmm. video included. I haven't seen the video yet. I ain't gonna lie. I have not either. I saw the Chloe. Uh, was it Bailey? Yeah. I saw the Chloe Bailey video. I heard the song. Mm-hmm. I like the video. The song is okay. For the bitches, nigga. That's yeah. How I told you this <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can understand what you mean, but I was like, this is for the bitches. It's for them to dance to in the club. I ain't mad at it. Can we still go to the club? Mm, I Whoa. cannot. No, I'm not saying that's particularly, but I forgot. 
Oh, this place is that I don't believe in COVID, so yeah. Yeah, no, I ain't trying to be in the club with a mask on. They don't be in the club with a mask. I know. Yeah, so, but I understand we would do that every year. Yeah, no, I'm just like, okay, well, all right. Because when I go to New York, I'll be having the mask on the venues. Yeah, the I mean, uh, they could, because then they could just do Petey Pablo when they say raise like hell, you just take your mask. I know. Right. I know, I know. They just get everybody like, yeah. But no, you, but I, I would try that, especially if I'm in North Carolina. Yeah, but I figure you should do that. Just because if you see someone with the N95, okay, you know they have safe sex. Yeah. Someone with the little paper one that they gave you on the way in. They don't. Yeah, I always mm-hmm. think about that. Like, yo, if you got to get handed a, a mask, mask that, that tells you everything about yourself. It's been 18 months. Yeah. You, you're too fucking long. 18 months too long. Yeah. You, you guys don't, don't notice already? We mask is like right now. And I was like, man, should I wear my mask? We're both vaccinated. We're a good distance apart. And, uh, and I get tired of wearing a motherfucker. It's been a year and a half. I ain't gonna hold you. In the past yeah. couple of months, I'm like, all right, bro, I'm tired of shit. No, I, I totally get that people being tired of wearing it. It's just one of those things where it's like, look, man, I'm tired of paying these bills, too. That's true. So, mm. if it's just gotta be a bill I pay now, okay, well, look, I ain't gotta look at nobody's chin, I ain't gotta look at nobody's ugly teeth. I ain't got to do nothing. Nobody want to get close and talk to you. I ain't got to spell nobody bad breath. Still still got some pluses on the plus side of the mask. Because, you know, people like to get close and talk to you in the grocery store. Can I, can I go in front of you real quick? No. No. Why are you so close and asking me this? You could have asked me that over there. Yeah, that happened to me at work yesterday. This jabroni. I don't know if he was off drugs. Because I just feel like most of these kids is off drugs. They be too high. Standing right here, he just kind of stand right here, and I felt because I'm a little, we a little old, we young, but we old at the same time. I felt like he was like part of my back, but I'm like, bro, you can't even step right here, so I had to move back. It's just one of them old head. Yeah, it, we young, but we got. I just have old head tactics where it's like, bro, you kind of being disrespectful for so many reasons right now. So let me move back. Absolutely, like, yeah. like okay. And then he tried to go in the building all smooth. I'm like, my man, this ain't the place to go. Yeah, I don't know why you're trying me right now. Like, I don't really want to be here right now, even though I like my job. You just want me to say no out loud, like right? And like, it's hot as fuck. And if I don't, I don't like to say now unless I have to say something. Yeah. That's always been on my cardinal rules. So, I'm like, bro, first of all, it's too fucking hot. Yeah, I'm sick of this damn heat. No, this this heat is 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 ass. Like, what are we doing? Why? Climate change, people. Y'all don't think COVID real? Y'all don't think climate? What is real? What is real? That's not a philosophical question. I want you guys to actually list some real stuff to me. They couldn't because these motherfuckers on Twitter are just coming up with scenarios. Yeah. No. So they couldn't. They got these scenarios in their head about what's real and what's not. So these are the same motherfuckers we got to have conversations with about that shit. No, 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 no. But, I mean... Yeah, when it comes to that, I'm just tired of talking to people when they tell me, like, they got their theories on why this and why that. It's like, look, man, mm-hmm. you should go publish that and go see how this works. Oh, no, it's it's a conglomerate. They they against you. They You got to do this. Who, you gotta is, do, who is they? Who is they? That's what I would ask. Like, who is they, bro? You sound like South Park right now. And even they make fun of that shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. 
Anyways, wrestling talk right now. SmackDown is happening. Uh, I know we usually do this thing when AEW is on, but you know we're doing this the SmackDown MSG show. You already you still got Brock out there looking like a proud boy, like the scariest proud boy ever. Um, you know he he living that Little Sims album title. I'm an introvert. I gotta still listen to that. It's very good. We were talking about music. We don't music because I don't really we don't really do the review shit anymore. No. I just be like, no, I really like this. Yeah, this yeah. is cool. Yeah, yeah, I might not come back to this. That's literally how my music is. There's three categories. Yeah, I can tell you what came out today that was good. Casey Musgraves was good. I listened to that. Oh, okay, yeah. I the con- that's that. like one of the first country albums I ever listened she started, to. Is it really country? Because they say country, and I'm like, this ain't country. It's like Shania Twain country. Yeah. It's like pop stuff, but... With the southern twang to it, it got violent. She started speaking Spanish. I'm not saying it ain't country, but yeah, I thought Thunder Rosa was gonna pop up. Maybe so. She started speaking Spanish. I was about to do my googles to see how she looked. I ain't old. No, 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 no. I got you. Okay, cool. Yeah, you sent me that, and I was like, let me check this out because I saw on KTT.com. Everybody's like, oh no, this is a banger album. I'm like, all right, so yeah, I'm gonna listen to it tonight. I listen to R&B at night just because. It's no, cooler Because it's fucking you. hot Like I can't listen to R&B And it's 98 degrees I'm sorry No pun intended There you go <laughs> Punch slide right there That's all I'm about to say uh, No pun intended But no I can't listen to R&B If was it's fucking it, 100 it, degrees was they on? No that was Boyz II Men That was on Thank God I Found You Or was it them? I think it was both wasn't it? They were on One Sweet Day too right? The the song that was on the Mul- What was the song on the Mulan soundtrack? That was just uh 98 Degrees, right? Yeah, that was just 98 Degrees. I'm talking about the one with Mariah, because Mariah got One Sweet Day. No, that was boys. That had Mariah. Yeah, that's, yeah that is She boys. like, yo, I got to be with people that can really But sing. she also got one with 98 Degrees and Joe, which is a wild lineup. And then the remix got Nas on it. I got to look for that. I never and then the remix samples make it last forever. It's a lot going on in that fucking remix, man. Yo, Mariah Carey had the Beyonce budget back in the 90s. Yeah. Like Columbia, because more than likely she was signed to Columbia. And they was just like, yo, whatever you need, just let me know. Yeah. She was no. having four orchestras. Like no. Vision of Love, one of the top five greatest R&B songs of all time. It's, um, yeah, man, that's what happened when Tommy Matola in love with you. I was about to say that. See, Tommy Matola was at Columbia, so. Yeah. And Clay Davis, so she definitely signed to Columbia. Yeah. So. At 18. Yeah. Was that Sony? It has to be. Yeah. She was either signed to either or, but I think Columbia is under Sony Records. Probably. I think it is. Them and RCA, I think. Yeah. But, uh... Where was Whitney signed to? Probably same. I think it was Jive. Well, she was over there with Clive Davis. No, it was something with Warner Brothers. That's almost like Jive. I don't know. No. It wasn't John. You, you, no disrespect. She might have been on, uh, be on the same label. She might have been on Warner Records, on Warner Brothers Records. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense too, and it goes yeah. back to what Prince was saying about Warner Brothers. So, a lot of shit started making a lot of sense after a while. Yeah, I remember uh, Jimmy Jam was telling a story about how Clarence Avant told him and Terry Lewis not to sign their deal with Warner Brothers because they was like. If you sign, he basically told him, if you sign this deal with Warner Bros., I'll never talk to you again. He was like, you need to stay independent, and I guarantee you, every record you make, you will see more than whatever they were going to pay you. And he was like, That's yeah. what Prince did. Yeah. 
he got out that deal. He was like, bet, I want my masters. And he, yeah, his deal after he made uh, 19, or what was the name, 1999? What? I think that was his last, that wasn't, that was his album after he got off Warner Brothers, right? No, no, the one that got him, when he turned his name into a symbol, like, I think it was. The one when he was at the gate, I just remember that. Yeah, it might have been or uh, the the love one, but uh, it might be the gold experience too. Yeah, with God created woman. Which yeah. album had God created woman? Because I think that was his first album out of his deal. Because he snapped see. on that album. What he had? I got three pieces of gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That was probably the gold experience. Too. Yeah, because I just remember the cover was like women in a circle. It looked like some Kanye shit. But that's oh no 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 no, that was on. Because uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. show album. That was the love symbol album. That's when he was uh, just the symbol. He was out of his deal, though. Yeah, I think he got out of his deal. But he was trying to get his masters at that point. Well, he was, trying he, to get, had he was trying to get that. I think recently he was trying to do that, but most of the part, he was trying to get his name. Yeah, because they took, which is wild to take your stage name. Which is his real name. Yeah. But they were just like, nah, you can't be Prince. So he's like, all right, I'll be a symbol. And he's like, I am the artist formerly known. As Prince. And remember, he was covering his face, too. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he was writing, like, Slave and stuff on it. So he was kind of doing what he did before Kanye was doing it. But Kanye just thought it was cool. Yeah. But his name is Kanye. I don't think Def Jam Universal was trying to take your name, Kanye. Yeah. That's the weird thing about that Donna album, and we don't need to talk about it, really. Uh, still pretty good. Still actually phenomenal. Even though I haven't listened to it in the past couple of days. I would never know. Yeah, I, I, I'll figure out a way to get you to listen to, like, five songs. Nah, I probably won't do it. No, I got you. Because I know how you listen to music, so it's like, and me, with the ears, I'll be like, all right, I know how to flip this over. Just can get five songs and get an idea of what's going on. Nah, I just... You I can't... Like off the grid? I can't let go of the Harriet Tubman stuff. I just can't. Slavery is a choice, and then he said. And then the whole thing last year where Harriet Tubman didn't really free slaves; she just had them go work for other white people. I was like, "All right, man." What's the reason why you able to prove that on? They shouldn't yeah. do some goddamn eggs at them. Yeah, it was just one of those things where it's like, when Kanye go to speak now, you got to go carry some tomatoes. That's you, not been the case for years. Even yeah, before like, he said that. Yeah, but like, even before that, like people was just like, "Oh, well, he's just a he's just a genius who's expressing himself." And then he said that shit about Trump, and all of that genius shit went. Rrr. Yo, that's still some of the funniest shit in history. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, that's actually how I listened to the Joe Budden podcast because somebody told me about it, and I was like, I listened to the episode, and I just heard he him talking about it. Because I think I, uh, of course, like everybody else, I heard it on Twitter. When I saw that shit on Twitter, to this day, when I think about it in my head, I was in tears laughing at that shit because the way it all went down. Yeah, the shit looked like a sketch. To yeah. this day, that shit look like a sketch. And my favorite part is, he is on a stage that's suspended above the crowd. So when he wants to leave, they still got to levitate it away to the But to he's the still cutting the promo, no hand. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where once he started talking, you could see the, like, the rafters, the people running the show. was like, all right, let's move him back because he needs to go. But remember, you got to be a stupid motherfucker to pay $200 for several reasons. Now, I almost trash. Number two, you at beneath him. He telling you beneath him. He levitating on stage. That's not fucking art. You beneath me, my guy. And yeah. what if this shit in my mind, final destination is real. What if that shit cracks? 
And then three, he's just cutting shoot promos that don't make any sense. Yeah. It's like, bro, it's, all right. It's like, yo, what the fuck did Beyonce do to you? Yeah, he was like, well, I defended her. And whoop. Yeah. if I could recall, then he was mad at Kid Cudi. Then him and Kid Cudi do an album. and like Nobody it, likes Kids. He goes except for me. Yeah, it's only you. Literally, that's it. Yeah, like it's like one other person I think that saw called it a masterpiece. I ain't say all that. Yeah, it's one other. Someone, I, I can't stand Cuddy and I like that. Album. It was a friend of a friend, and then the reason the place I knew where I was like, okay, I know I'm right. We're saying this album is just okay. Is uh, what's the name? Fantano thought it was a masterpiece, and I was like, yep, I'm right. Okay, I lied. I'm a trash. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with him. I'm a trash. Hey, R.I.P. Yams. I just don't want to listen to a white dude talking about hip hop. Yeah. Once I heard that, I was like, yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say it on. Uh, yeah, because someone sent it to me. It was like, oh, what you think it is? And I was like, you sending me a Fantano review? Okay. That's not a. That's about rap? If you send me Fantano about anything that's not rap and R&B, like if it's rock, if it's pop, I might listen to it. Right. But when he want to talk about rap, no. Because he looked like Logic, too. Yeah. So I can't... I ain't gonna hold you. That last Logic project that recently came out, it was like... The Bobby Tarantino one? It wasn't that bad, believe it or not. Okay. I gotta run it back again. And it's insane for me to say I'm gonna run back a Logic project. But I gotta make sure, because I was listening to it, and I'm like... Shit, actually ain't that bad. You sitting here second-guessing yourself. Is my taste getting worse? Right. And like, I was in New York listening to that shit all day. Shit ain't that bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm listening to it in the gym. So I'm like, bro, maybe I'm an incel. I don't know, but this shit ain't that bad. Like, this, this shit kind of jamming. Like, what's, who said that? Right. <laughs> I'm like, bro, <laughs> yeah, it was a travesty. Can you repeat the question? question. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm definitely going to have to listen to it again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. What's going on? Nah, apparently, uh, Rollins sent Edge to God. They're going to fight at, uh, what you call it, at Extreme Rules. Stop! Please! Somebody stop this shit. What? Hey, man, listen. He can't keep getting away with this. Hey, man. The edge. He hey, can't people, keep getting away with people this. People said the match was fire. It was cool. Well, I mean, talking about this one on MSG tonight. Wait, they had the match tonight? What I tell you before we got on, Fox was sitting there look. they're like, AEW be giving dope shit away for free. They had a casket match on a on a television show. Why y'all not doing that? Oh, well, we build into. I don't think you need to build to anything other than this show. Just have it tonight, because I'm thinking it was gonna be at Extreme Rules, from what I read. Uh, they, well, it's like they had the EMTs come out, so it's looking like they setting up for an ambulance match. You know, Vince, you got to be like fucking. Tarantino or Scorsese and like have symbolism. Can we just have that be a cinema match? A cinematic match like we had last year? We ain't never getting no cinematic match from WWE ever again. I know. I would, I would like to. Yo, the Extreme Rules match ain't good enough, bro. Just... Yeah. I don't know, bro. I, have another ladder match with Edge. Ain't nothing even gotta be at the top. Just have a ladder match. This is also something someone brought up a long time ago, which is like, hey man... Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank. Those should probably be the only three shows named after match stipulations. Mm-hmm. 
everything else because it's like what if you need a hell in a cell match and it's like the rivalry just calls for it sometimes you do it but you gotta like everyone knows the pay-per-view is coming up so you're designing the pay-per-view to fit this rivalry as opposed to just letting the rivalry dictate the type of match mm-hmm. which makes more sense like yo when they put the Bucks versus what you call it in uh, Lucha Bros in uh, the cage match it was so, hey, so you guys don't cheat to win. Made sense. The match, the stipulation called for it. Extreme Rules, okay, yes, they've been getting more violent with each other. Mm-hmm. We know Extreme Rules is coming up. We know we have to do Extreme Rules matches. Fine. Now it just makes everything else, sometimes it makes everything else a little more cheap. But... I don't know. Maybe that's me. No, you're right. I think they need to go back to how they did in the 80s or 90s. More so the 80s where it's like, bro, just have... Or the mid-90s where they just had in your house and, like, the main pay-per-views. Like, bro, we don't need a pay-per-view every single month. Even though they've been doing that for 20 years now or so. Where they got a pay-per-view every month. But you see AEW does it proper. It's like, bro, two pay-per-views a year. No, they got four. But that's good. Yeah. That's still good. I thought it was two still. Four is... Yeah, it's yeah, good because they, they give you the shit on the show. Yeah, they give you... Well, that's what I remember I was telling my homeboys. Like, there's different selling points. WWE is selling the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you notice, all of this stuff is leading up to sell the pay-per-view because mm-hmm. you got to watch on Peacock. I was like, if you watched All Out, remember, in the middle of the show, they started selling Dynamite and Rampage mm-hmm. because their big product is uh, their shows. Like, they don't do pay-per-views every week. They don't do a lot of house shows, uh, if any. So I don't think so. I think they just do, like, the main shows, which is good enough. Like you yeah. get, And then you get so much if you're in that town. So it's like, all right, I get the AEW dark matches. Yeah. And then I get to the main show. Yeah. And it's like, because if they got dark and then they got dark elevation, that means you get in, like, two hours worth of material depending oh, no no because elevation would be in the next city they go in so yeah. it's like the main AEW dark but you still get like an hour and a half show some hour hour and a half show yeah. and then you get the main show and then elevation is or somewhere around that and then you get I'm guessing rampage at this point yeah okay yeah so that's um, that's a pretty good deal yeah and sometimes I know they do rampage the same night they do dynamite mm-hmm Sometimes they do a lot, sometimes they don't. Um, but, hey man, like I said, and I always say, with when it comes to AEW and WWE, is, is different philosophies. Like we talked about this the other day. One is pro wrestling, the other one is sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. AEW always says that. They make sure to say, we are pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, they're not trying to step on toes in that way. Yes, they want to be the higher-rated show, but when it comes to what they're doing, they're like, look, we are pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. The same way WWE clearly branded themselves as sports entertainment, and they call themselves superstars, and they call it the universe as opposed to fans. And they are, these aren't belts. These are championships. All of those particular things to make it like steer away from pro wrestling and all the tropes of other um, was it companies they want to make themselves distinct AEW is here saying 
No, we're pro wrestling. We're just the best pro wrestling company. So, there's just two different philosophies. Both got aiming to have the best show, but one is trying to do it through pro wrestling, which is majority of in-the-ring stuff. Mm-hmm. WWE is trying to do it with sports entertainment, which is a mixture of a lot of different things. It's a lot of storytelling. It's a lot of dramatics, theatrics, behind-the-scenes stuff. All these different parameters bringing it all together to give you a compelling show. Now, the main component is still wrestling, so you got to be a good wrestler. But it's sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And it's, it's what we talked about, like you said, on the phone the other day. It's just now we're in a great space where, and I'm kind of regurgitating things I've said all week, but I said, and I told you I'm probably going to be talking about it for years to come. Or until people actually see the manifestation that is taking place within WWE now. Gable is there. His brother is there that was trained by Brock Lesnar. All these people they've signed in the past year that appeal to what they're trying to do for us. Looks-wise, uh, work-wise, because you build it from the ground up. Yeah. It's like now I don't have any workers where they know what they're doing. But they can't really get with the style because they used to work in the indie style to 22 matches. I need people that can work 10-minute matches or so. So now I can build athletes from the ground up to work the WWE style. I think they need to bring back Tough Enough, honestly. So we yeah. can see. But you don't have to do the old school's way of Tough Enough. Just being a performance center, you can make a show out of that. Yeah. Now, it's going to be less controversial because a lot of these people either are family. Well, no, nah, a lot of them are a lot of them young. Like, I know the Fat 2 brother is young, but he got a family. Yeah. I don't know about everybody else. I don't think so. It just seems like they just young athletes. But it still works. But it's like, it'll be like hard knocks, so to speak, just because the That's hard knocks. Way to say it. Yeah, yeah. Because the hard knocks this past season was good. Not being biased as a Cowboys fan, but it's just like, it's not a lot of bullshit going on. So, the thing is, if you have... The, uh, tough enough you got these athletes all they do is train probably play video games I know the kid that looks like Brock Lesnar uh, that's from Florida that was on the football team he probably looked like all he do was just go crazy on Fortnite that's fine yeah and then if they have a lot of gamers that come from the performance center and they're great up up down down so then that way they can also get in tune with a basic vet well he is a vet at this point Xavier Woods Yes. So now they can have fun and they can learn also. That's what I would do. But put this shit on Peacock. Now you got tough enough to revamp version of it. Since you want to revamp NXT and make it for the next generation of superstars or whatever they call them. Uh, now it's just like bring tough stuff on there. Yeah. The one thing I will say though is if they do that show, because they did that with NXT when it was on the network. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say is might want to keep Gable Stevenson off of that, considering. Nah, he's he's the golden goose now. Yeah, we we know what's up. Yeah, but he's the golden goose. Yeah, what we say when Vince or Triple H give you that handshake, like put it there, pal, and they trying to test out your strength. Yeah, you see Vince trying to test him out. He from the old school for real. Like, yeah, shake my hand yeah. like you trying to break it, like chill, make eye contact, all that. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit of handshake. You ain't got to go old head trying to grab your hand. Stop, motherfucker, because you gonna get me hot. Yeah, but when he do that, and Gable said, "I'm about to sign the paper." We knew what the fuck he was at SummerSlam. He jumped in that ring. I'm like, "Bro, he here." Yeah, we got to sign old girl. 
But yeah, I don't know. They they probably gonna do it, but it might not be till next year if she's interested in wrestling. Who is that? Not the one that was in the ring, right? Who was what? that that wanted to? Is that who wanted to uh, said they want to try for WWE? Yeah, that was the woman that won. Uh, oh, I didn't know Becky Lynch came out in the little Kim crush on you coat. That's what somebody was saying. Yeah, she came out in the red fur. I was like, yo, that shit kind of cold. So she really embracing the heel thing by default now. Well, I think she always when she came back. I think she always wanted to be the heel because that character was always better as a heel. Yeah. But I actually, from what little I've seen from tonight, I'm going to rewatch the show when I get home. It seems to be because this was the break glass in case of emergency situation. They probably like, okay, now we got to go heal. But honestly, from what little I've seen, I'm like, okay. And I think I told you off air, I'm like, this could be a little bit interesting now. Especially with Bianca cutting her up on promos. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Now, uh, hmm. How do I phrase this? Uh, the the, the light skinned queen who probably didn't want to do the job or maybe had COVID. We still don't know. We oh, you're talking about her. Sasha Banks? Yeah, her. Yeah. Um, she was in New York, you know, gymnastics and things. Yeah. So yeah. she was out there. Yeah. In New York. Yeah. Show over about 20 minutes. Yeah. She's looking like a certain uh, club. With the name Diamonds in it, doing those type of stretches, I would like to see it. So Helen Marulis is the black lady's name that won the Olympic gold medal for the U.S. She was also in the ring with Gable Stevenson at SummerSlam, and she has been very open that she wants to do it. And hey, man, book it! Right, I'm surprised they didn't say, "All right, bet, come over here." Yeah, because I don't know though. I don't know. We don't know what the parameters for Vince or Vince wants. We know Triple H would do it, but yeah. Vince, Vince um, yeah. Yeah. Now that Vince is taking over the production side of uh NXT, apparently Triple H still books it. We're gonna see how long that goes and how long exactly. Vince Vince don't have input on it. He's like cause it's gonna be something where Triple H does something and Vince gonna be like, You doing that? You can be like, Yeah, why? I wouldn't have done that. No, he ain't gonna, he gonna say that, but he probably gonna no sell it. Like, all right, bro, meeting time after this. Yeah, <laughs> like Tomasa Champa. Who are these niggas? Yeah, who is this Q and I? Yeah, because you heard this. Like, I'm actually not mad at Adam Cole. Well, I was never mad at Adam Cole, but if that was the plan for him on the main roster, I understand why he's leaving. Did you hear the story? Yeah, I want fucking. I like Keith Lee, but I don't want to be no fucking manager. Yeah, I could like, work too. Like, why can't they just be a tag team? Right, I'm an underground legend. Yeah. Like Keith Lee. Yeah. The fuck am I going to do that for? Yeah. Keith like, Lee don't even be on TV no more. No, apparently they're trying to rebrand him into a new character. I know. Let's see. Listen, that type of music he listens to, he definitely going to be a heel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even, one of them artists, I was like, who? Who? Who are, who are these, these niggas? niggas? <laughs> I was like, yo, who are these? T- <laughs> I don't know that one white rapper. Yeah. I know who Tech 9 is. I don't listen to Tech 9, all due respect, but. Yeah, like anybody who has hops in on a playlist when they're not working out. I mean, even when you work out, but if you have hops in on for fun. He said hops in? If you listen to Tech 9 you listen in to hops in. I don't think hops in make music no more. I think he ain't like in China or some shit. Music's still on the streaming. <laughs> From five years ago, yeah, when he was 35. He might listen to a rap in MGK. This might, like. Did he say that? 
he listens to Tech Nine. This is this is the ecosystem of Tech Nine. It may not necessarily be Tech Nine, but it's on the fringes of Tech Nine. That rapidy rap fast yeah. shit. That speed rap. Who was that that signed to uh, Strange Music? The white dude. What was his name? With the hair, not Yellow Wolf. Damn, uh, I know his name. I can't think of it though. I can't even tell you. I can fuck it. Uh, Unyellow Wolf. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna call him. But nah, he had hair. He was. He had that whole thing too. I'm surprised he didn't say Yellow Wolf. But the funny I thing, I'll never forget that tweet ever because that nigga said it's funny. That was it Ritz? Huh? Ritz? Yeah, Ritz. Because I listened to his first album. Yeah, he had like one song with Twisted, and I was like, "Yo, this is actually pretty good." Then after that, I was like, and I was like "Oh, you rap like this all the, all time. the time." Anybody associated with Strange Music, except for J Rock, probably rap like that. Because remember, when J Rock was uh, signed Strange Music for Follow Me Home. Yeah, just for the distribution purposes. That's why like, he probably did it. Dude, did you? They're probably sitting there like, "Hey, you rapping kind of slow." I'm like, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm rapping the way most people rap. That's not how we do things over here. <laughs> it had to be that, bro. Because it was like, nah. Because not saying Rock hasn't got better, but Rock is one of the rappers where he didn't need to really particularly get better because he always been good. Yeah. It's he's, just it's not better, just sharper. Yeah. And then uh, he calmed down on a lot of the, the, the talk as well. Yeah. Yeah, so. And it, it, he's just older now. You live in the valley. You don't really need to do all that to a certain degree. But no, nah, uh yeah, I, and then going back to the Adam Cole thing, you know what I mean? It's like, bro, if I go over there and get paid with my friends the same amount of money, I can keep my stream, accumulate money from that. My girl, she got her own orthodontist practice. She get money from going to these comic book conventions, getting autograph money. She getting her money as the AEW Women's Champion. She the second most, as, now she the most third, fourth popular person on the roster. As I've said before, we need to check the records. She may have paid back student loans faster than anyone in the history of student loans. I was going to say in pro wrestling history, but they don't go to college. So. No. Like, can we check to see if she paid off Sally Mae faster than anyone in the history of Sally Mae giving people money? Sally may be having like a 45% interest rate. If I'm her, I'm not paying back that much. I wouldn't pay it back at all. The world gonna be over in twenty years. It don't matter. That's what I'm saying. And then it's one of them things where it's just like, bruh, it's a trick to everything. Yeah. You tell them, hey, because the main point with student loans, you don't want to fuck your credit up. That's the number one. It's not even a debt. You don't want to fuck up your credit. But even then, there's a way to get around that. I tell them twenty dollars a month. That's all I got. You do that, and you know what else you do? I'm giving y'all some game for anyone who listens to this and is not going to college or you need to figure this out. Just do a forbearance. Keep putting the forbearance on. It doesn't affect your credit, this and that. You'll be fine. Or, look, what's going to happen if we all go default? Right. I'm trying to get, you know, my, my Kofi on, my Malcolm X and all that on, but... No, you said it was real. And then they independent contracted, like, bruh. You can say, I ain't really got it right now, but you on TV. That what that mean? What that mean? Y'all see my taxes, right? I got to pay taxes. I'm, I'm out here doing TikToks. You think if I was on TV doing that for fire, you think I'd be doing these TikToks? And then you see, like, yeah, I got my own practice. I do dentistry, but it's like, I ain't up there. Yeah. Like, if I was up making it like that, 
I'll be wrestling for free. Yeah. Like, but Britt Baker living out of Pimp Seabird line. If I wasn't rapping, baby, I'd still be driving Mercedes. <laughs> right. So that that's hilarious. But no, uh, that's how you know you're having a good day when you quote Pimp. R.I.P. to Pimp. Long Always. But it's just like. Always. You know what I mean? She she good. I'm good. I made enough money in NXT. I had fun. I had the greatest career in NXT history. Nobody would ever top that. No. I don't really need to go. I don't need to go to the main roster to do no bullshit. Some people say it's running to the grind, running from the grind. But at the same time, it's like, bro, what? If you heard what the plan was, what was the grind? Yeah, and I'm not knocking nobody that say that because yeah. shouts out to Eve. Eve said he running from the grind, but I'm just like, bro, what? Sometimes you just feel like I've done enough. That's how some people feel like in their career. Like, I don't need to be here no more. I've done enough. Like, also, if he goes to the main roster, of course he's going to get a little bit of money. But he not the, – the stream thing and I – you know, some people say – I don't understand the stream thing. But it's like, bro, once you build something from the ground up, it's kind of hard to let that shit go for any type of money. And then you can still get some money off that. Yeah. Now, if you would have said he's running from these ass whoopings on up, up, down, down – you would have had something here. I'd be like, you know, let's look into that. Because how, how often does he get faded on Up, Up, Down, Down? But they always play on, like, RPGs and shit, though. They well, play that. They do some other stuff, too. Like, they do some competitive fighting games. They do some, like, head-to-head racing games every so often. Um, that man waiting for Halo. Well, let, let him wait for Halo. He's just like me. But I ain't yeah. waiting for Halo. I'm waiting for Forza Horizon. That's what yeah. I'm I mean, I just saw the Sony show where we getting, what, God of War 2, Spider-Man 2. And ain't nobody going to have a PS5 to play it. Ain't nobody going to have it. It's 10 million PS5s that's been sold. Who are these niggas? Scammers. Yeah. Bots. Yeah. Cause like, I'm like, unless you're going to pay six to, 600 to 1,000, mm-hmm. ain't going to happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not in this economy. Mm-mm. Not in this economy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all announcing games for a system nobody can get, so... They ain't say shit about yeah. We about to start putting them in the yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, we gonna we gonna you know, we gonna get these consoles out. Where, where? Right, like y'all announced the games, but they ain't saying shit about the con. How the fuck gonna play the yeah. game? Oh well, we got so many people bought it once again. Who are these niggas? Bruh, because as soon as they go on any site like that, they go. I'm like, yeah, I'm like what? You checking StockX, aren't you? That's what you doing. I get you, and them motherfuckers. Yeah, you you Resale think eight hundred? I'm like, bro. You you really think I'm about to go give a hype beast some money? No, and then it, it might not even be the actual PS5. That motherfucker might give you a game cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. gonna give you two Dreamcast taped together <laughs> with the dream. Yo, that's like remember when uh, it's ironic with uh, the Genesis had that little joint you could put at the top for yeah. Sonic and Knuckles, and that's how uh, you was able to play as Knuckles. The 32x or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see the significance of it because I didn't have it when I had it. Uh, Sega Genesis. Yeah, Sega has some weird like add-on stuff, but they they innovators for it. I really appreciate that because now like systems be having like, oh, here's our system. Now here's our 4K one. Like in a few years, maybe not for this Xbox PlayStation run, but the next one they're gonna have the 4K, and halfway through you're gonna have the 8K. That shit is already 8K with the uh, PS5, but games ain't pixelated to that point yet. And then you would have to get a $500 plus TV for 120 frames per second. It ain't worth it. 
No, not right now. I mean, I want to play Ratchet and Clank because it looked like a Pixar game, but still. Yeah, like when Avatar 7 come out, then we might be ready for that. What's crazy? You got an Avatar game coming out. They should. Why not? Expand the world. I mean, it probably ain't going to be no good. But it's a mid, just like the movies. Yeah. Like, James Cameron been like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to shoot two, three, four, and five at the same time. Right. And Nigga, two ain't even came out. Like, y'all don't go, though. Yeah, because I think two come out when? Uh, I don't even know. Like, I think if not next year, the year after. No, it's next year. I think about it. I think it's next Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. guess what? Everybody going. For what? Same reason you went for Avatar last time. You just gonna go. Visually? That's yes. the only reason why you would go. To see the shit visually. Yes. Look. If you've been watching movies lately, you have noticed that the quality in CGI has dipped dramatically. Yeah. James Cameron gonna restore the feeling. Well, that's because the nigga, they just like, yeah, take all the money. That and not only does it take all the money, he's like, look, I'm gonna actually put the money towards the shit you need to see. He's like, look, I, I've been doing this. These new niggas, this their first CGI movie. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to make this work. They don't know how to stretch this money, baby. I got to Avatar. Look how that look. That should look real. That don't even look computer. That look real. That's the that, nigga. It was real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised if James Cameron said that. Nigga, it was real. Right. Like he bought out the whole CBS Rapper Studios just yeah. to shoot those movies. Yeah, like the amount of bread that man has now, not just that, but when you see other movies that he produced, just know he testing some shit out. Yeah, like when he produced that Terminator movie, some shit is getting tested out. When he produced that uh, Alita Battle Angel, some shit is getting tested out. Right for the CG. Yeah, cause he, uh, I think he produced Spy Kids 3D. Just. That came out before Avatar. But that was just to like, hey, okay, we're going to test this to make sure it worked for Avatar. Nigga be making whole movies just to test for his movie. Right, because I was like, did a new one come out? Mm, I know they did Spy Kids 4. I think they're trying to do Spy Kids 5. That's what I'm saying. I heard something about that. I was like, okay, I'll rock with it. So everybody coming back? I mean, at this point, the girl the only person that got to come back. Because you ain't getting Shark Boy back. What? Yeah, uh, what's his name? Lotlier? I forget, but he's Twilight Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Taylor Lotlier or something like that. Was it, uh, Team Jacob? Yeah. Yeah. The Wolf nigga. Yeah. What happened to him? I think people just don't rock with him. I don't think he's just a little too unprofessional. That's from what I've been told. Yeah, he was in that one action movie. I was like, yeah, they just giving him shit. They was like, he can't act. And he's like, you can't be bad and a jerk. I know that's what happened with old girl. Which one? That was in uh the the TV show with about the hospital. Oh yeah, but she still be getting work though. I ain't seen her shit in a minute. She was just in a Netflix show. Hmm. Yeah, yeah they be talking about she an asshole and she can't act, but she getting work. Hey man, listen, I'll leave that one alone. Yeah. Some of y'all favorite uh workers and some of y'all favorite actresses be and actors and male workers. Be getting roles. I mean, roles and matches because. Yep. And yep. I don't need to say no names. Nope. We ain't gonna, what Pimp said, I don't need to say all I that. I ain't dissing nobody. nobody. I'm just, just saying what it is. It is. I ain't got to say nobody's name, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah. 
But nah, um, I'm trying to think what else is going on on SmackDown. Blue Apparently, Wig ain't showed up yet. I guess not. So she just in New York kicking it. Yeah, Brush, that woman is a super villain. I'm convinced at this point. Hey man, how you go to the same city where you work at and be like, nah, I ain't gonna show up. Like, and Vince be like, well, shit. Like, bro, how that happened? Well, you know what Vince's response is? They be like, Vince, you ain't gonna do nothing? Vince gonna be like, were you in The Mandalorian? It's kind of true. Are you nominated for an Emmy? Right. And now he probably be like, I don't need this shit. You know she gonna leave again if I say something to her. I feel like Vince be saying something to her, and that's why she be taking him leave of absence. He probably say, yeah. one, you gonna fucking do it. Like, yo, man, Disney is doing the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids show. You don't think they gonna ask this bitch to do it? Her forehead and wigs definitely ain't shrinking, but still. Wow. Wow. You that bitter? No, I'm not bitter. Why? Because you haven't seen her. Hmm. It just, you know. It they just... facing the Usos again? Yeah, it's for the, the titles, though. It's for the titles, nigga. Dang. Why Montez be flipping like he just morphed into a Power Ranger? That nigga is a Power Ranger. Nigga, the Red Ranger. The nigga is a Power Ranger. Him and, him and Reggie need to be a tag team. Yeah. Like both of them, call them the flippy niggas. Yeah. Wow. Pat McAfee got his patriotic bars off. Oh, yeah, because tomorrow night. Oh, God. I'm going to be on Twitter. Well, I don't follow. My timeline ain't going to have that shit, so I ain't got to worry about it. No, we're just going to be talking about the blueprint tomorrow. That's true. Niggas going to be like, damn, 9 11 was crazy. I remember New York niggas, I'm like, I remember where I was. Remember when the blueprint dropped? Yeah. Remember the first time you heard Takeover, my nigga? Right. Like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you definitely going to see me just... I'm going to put all I need on every social media. Yeah, like, oh, shit. Like, my nigga, song cry? It's the first time a nigga got emotional to a record. Right. Like, nigga, y'all didn't listen to Tupac? Like, nigga, we was thir- 12 and 13 when Talking that shit came heartbreak. Out. Right. Like, how does... Also, how this nigga didn't learn nothing? He had song cry talking about how he did someone wrong. Then, what? 16 years later, got to apologize to his wife? I mean, I know why, but nigga, come on. You ain't had no growth? It took 16 years for growth? I thought you grew on Songcry. He a Sagittarius, man. That's what we do. We gonna blame it on astrology? Yeah, yeah. That time. When it comes to uh, cheating. Nah. In quotations. That nigga was just in the zone. Who was Becky with the good hair still? Because he definitely didn't do nothing with Gwyneth Prowse. I know this come in the shade room, but still. Nah, I can't see that. Like but I, I'm not it, giving it up for a bitch that named her kid Apple. But then again, I can't do it, bro. All them choices he got. But you got to remember how busy and how many businesses he's doing. How many different things, nigga? Hey, I, gar- I guarantee you, it ain't as fine as we think. It was something convenient. It was something. Dead. I don't give a fuck if it is going to Paltrow. Hey, y'all think I'll be slandering Jay just to get heat? I'm the cheap heat. Y'all definitely gonna get some more cheap. You fucked the lady from Shakespeare in Love? Nigga, the bitch that made... Yo, she was doing the Erykah Badu thing before Erykah Badu, I think. With the candles. Well, her and Erykah Badu was doing it at the same time. They was just buying it. And Erykah Badu wasn't selling it at first. And then once, you know, she was like, Oh yeah, we're gonna have some, some vag candles. I was like... I still can't get them candles. You was trying from to get candles? Now? I'm gonna look it up and see if we can buy it. <laughs> You gonna burn it in your home and meditate? Yeah. yeah if you listen to Baduism, uh, hell, you might not need the vaccine. It's it's some type 
Something is in the water. Going back to Prince, something is in the water. All these men go crazy. Shit, I'm next. Yeah, and they'd be like, oh. So you probably would tell them beforehand, if you hit, you got to dress like this. Nigga, give me all the clown clothes. <laughs> give me all the, uh, the motherfucking Fat Albert. Give me all that yarn that they didn't make Elmo with. Like right. all that extra Muppet yarn. Like coming from the South Side of Chicago, this nigga had big ass <laughs> like Albert Fudd yeah. hats. I seen the electric that was you on the electric circus. I remember. And that album was terrible too. Except yeah. for Come Close. That, and one more Jay Dilla. It was like that song and the Jay Dilla song that was fire, because it's Jay Dilla. Yeah. And I think they was was they roommates at that point? I think they was about to become roommates. At that point. Yeah. I let me see. Let me look up the electric circus. Why? Because. Because track one told me, all right, this is about to be some bullshit. Track one or two was like, all right, bro, this is some bullshit. Yeah. You see Common's freestyle today? I know. I'm just asking. Let me be clear. Let me lead with love, like they say. Common is one of my favorite rappers of all time. My brother. I do not want to listen to them goddamn rippity rap bars. That album was 73 minutes. He, that's how good it was. Soul Power, no, the second song that was the Jay Dilla. That was the one I think. Well, his, Jay Dilla's credited on most of them. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I felt like Jay Dilla did most of the beats. Also, Quest Love, and this is probably where it falls apart. It got really weird. Like, yo, he was going through that session like, let's try something new. How and about you just rap? Yeah, and it was just like, this is uh, this is the phrenology, Quest Love. So the phrenology, Quest Love. And the common in love with Erica Badu made an album together, and that's all I'm gonna say. And you know, Quest Love was kind of out there too, so he's like, "Yeah, we should put some hi hats and some snares right here." You know what we should have after you say "Black Love"? We should just uh, have a clown horn right there. Why? It's called circus, right? No, it's just. What's the, you ever seen the Universe Soul Circus? Yeah. That's what we make it right now. Yeah. We, we, we got to have like some electric lights turning on and off. Why? You ain't never seen the Disney parade? And they was in New York at uh, Jimi Hendrix Studio. That's why he said he got the motivation for that album. You a damn lie. This is also probably a good reason why that album sounds as weird as it does. Mm-hmm. The Neptunes did two tracks on that. Come close, man. I got, I got a right to. Okay, I got to listen to that album tonight. Maybe my ears have. <laughs> he had a Prince feature, too. Really? Star 69, P.S. With Love, featuring Bilal and Prince. Everyone probably thought it was Bilal just... Bilal and Prince? It was probably, everyone probably like, this is just Bilal, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, nigga, I know what song you're talking about, but I thought it was Bilal the whole time. Yeah, Prince was probably like, hey, put my name on that. They think it's funny. I think it's funny. Prince, yeah, like, he don't have nothing to do with... Bro, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no <laughs> way. I'm about to go back and listen to that album because I'm like, huh? Like, was he a guitar? He's like, just just say just say it was me. Why not? Prince, we're going to have to pay you. I know, but... He it, did, he must did... It'll be funny. Two bars on the background vocals to Bilal because I'm like, hold on. Did some of those uh those higher notes. Yeah, I got to go back and listen to that. Nigga, because Bilal, I really don't care. Hey, come on, my nigga. Mm, yeah. I got this too. No, nah, but, uh... You know what's wild? You would think, like, Come Close was such a huge record. It was on 106 in Park all the time. you think that was a top 10 record in the country. Where do you think it peaked on the Billboard chart? 60. Close. 
47. Because yeah. that shit was going crazy on BET. Yeah. I think that album started BET Soul if we want to keep it a buck. You know what's wild? That was like the first rap song I remember getting played on Midnight Love. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, we like Common. He's a nice man. But the stigmatization had, which is true, it stayed since then. Because remember, they just thought, like, he was the Can I Borrow a Dollar nigga? Uh, what's my, the second album? That's probably, besides B, that's my I, favorite album. Uh, used to Love Her? That or Resurrection. Had, yeah, Resurrection. His third album. One Day It'll All Make Sense or something like that. The third one where he was on this on the cover with his mom's or grandma. Yeah. Yeah, that. Like, like Water for... No, then it was Like Water for Chocolate. That one's actually decent. Yeah, he is. He, he probably been the go-to for women for a while. Black women for a while, now that I think about it. But it probably started with Like, like Water for Chocolate. Because he... The light, I'll never call you my bitch or even my boo. There you so go. So much in the name, it's just so much it's more to you. you. There are times. That's another Jay Dilla. Oh, I mean, yeah. every beat he did, he was on yeah. a different planet, but that's another And then, you know, a few songs later, he had a, a song called, uh, a film called Pimp, where he was very much pimping. But he was so over as a baby face. Yeah. Like, he's, he's had the longest baby face run since, like, Mick Foley. Yeah, yeah, I can't ever think of him as a heel. Like, I'm looking at this right now. I'm looking at uh, Like Water for Chocolate. We had The Light. We had The Sixth Sense, which is one of the best premiere beats ever. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Ghetto Heaven Part 2 wasn't bad. Ghetto Heaven. Thelonious with Slum Village was good. Heat was nice. Yeah, solid album. And then, I mean, we get to, you know, just the best one because it's the most concise and it's right to the point is B. It was Pete Kanye production with Common motivated. And it might have, like, one of the greatest, like, the sexiest rap songs ever, which is Go. And they got John Mayer in the background. Go. Was that him? That was John Mayer. Go. That's all he did. So he did the Prince thing. Yeah. Yeah, because he had Taraji P on that uh, Testify song. She was in the video, yeah. Yeah. And then you have Faithful, where had John Legend and Bilal on Faithful the... to the year. I was just listening to that album last week. That's that's definitely a five-star. I think fucking XXL gave it a XXL and Source gave it a five. I don't think it got five mics in the Source. I know it got a XXL. But that's when everybody was like, oh, this is probably Common's greatest album. But that's yeah. in a year or two where we was getting Chillin' Circuit, which the reviews are still insane for that. We got the list, the Minstrel Show and Late Registration. Yeah, that was Minstrel Show. My and Thug Motivation. So it was a hip-hop, hip-hop year. Because even Thug Motivation is a hip-hop album. They were trying to put that uh, trap stigmatization on it, which I understand. Yeah, but that was a hip hop hip hop album. They just don't have the hip hop hip hop yeah. samples. But we had the Carter Two that year. Oh yeah, that was a hip hop hip hop year. We had the documentary. Niggas was rapping that year. What the fuck was going on? No fuck. We had the first Trill Bun B album. We had Monkey Bars from Sean Price. We had the most unknown, unknown from uh, Three Six. Yeah. Yeah, there's some classics that dropped that year. Yeah, man. Okay, it I gotta make a playlist. The first Chameleon Air album. 
The Sound of Revenge. You That's know what? I think I bought all these albums, like, actual from the store, too. We had the Lil' Kim album where right before she went to jail with Lighters Up on it. I I don't remember that album, but I do remember Lighters Up. Because I was about to say La Bella Mafia had that Kanye beat. That's one of my favorite Kanye beats ever, Came Back For You. Yeah. yeah that nigga went crazy. That's when his drums was trash, but the samples. The samples was pristine. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm going to go through this year, man. We got to really look at this. You trying to make a playlist? I mean, you really in the playlist now, huh? Yeah, because you know why? We got the massacre that year, too. Yeah, I got to do something for 405. You know why I only make playlists? The R&B thing set me off for the playlist. And then I got another playlist I'll send you where it's just songs that motivate me. So I just put it as a playlist. But then, in hindsight, the reason... This is how I do playlists. Not because... It's shit I want to listen to real quick, but it's to give me a nostalgia factor, which a playlist can be. And for the most part, uh, I like everything categorized. So it's like, instead of putting 2005 hip-hop, let me just put it all at once. Yeah. So then I can get that nostalgia, and then I can remember, you know what I mean? I can just listen to it then. Yeah. But I'm, otherwise, now I'm not a huge playlist guy like that. We got the gorillas. I, I had to with fucking R&B. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel you. Yeah, because it's like, what I be telling you every... I've been telling you this for like two years, every week. Like, bro, it's way too much. It's too much. And it's not that it's bad. It's just way too much. We got the people's champ, Paul Wall. That came out the same day as Little Brother. I think they both did well. I think they both went gold. No, Mr. Show didn't go gold. They had no support from Atlantic. At all. They, like, Steel Tipping came out, and all their... They're like, this and that, and... I remember there was a story Kanye said where he was like, they asked him what made him like make the college dropout. And he's like, I heard the listening. Makes sense. He's like, I had to get there before them because if they got, if Ninth Wonder and them got there, Infante got there and Pooh got there before me, you would have no Kanye West. And I was like, that's not necessarily true, but I understand. So with that, just because that's at the time before rap was trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. So it still was the straight hippity hop shit going on, as you see with 05. Yeah. But that 02, 03, 04, yeah, because the listening came out 03. The problem was it was a high level mixtape before the mixtape game started getting to where it got to with uh, Wayne and shit. When yes, Wayne yeah. started coming out with Squad Up and Dedications, then it was like, fuck, or 50 with all them. Yeah. Was just doing the radios. And, yeah. yeah, and then Wayne took it to a whole other level. But the listening is actually just a demo mixtape. If you want to keep it a buck, it's really just a demo slash yeah. mixtape. But it's so known just because it was fucking incredible. Like when they showed Joe Scudder put out that picture this year or last year when he's showing like how they were recording. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a mixtape. Yeah. And because they had no budget. But he's absolutely right in that sense. I think it still would have been a lane for him, but not as much just because everything was still analog. Yeah. And it's hard copy. Now, he would have said that in this period of time, if we was in the hip-hop, hip-hop era, and they both were starting out, Lil Brother would be more popular, but it's still a lane for Kanye. Yeah. No, Kanye had bigger pop sensibilities than them. So they were... It was never... He was never in danger. Like... You got to think, the little brother followed up the listening with the Chitlin Circuit. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do Chitlin the reverb. Circuit. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the reverb. And then they followed up the Mitchell show 
was separate but equal and injustice for all. That's a fucking run. Yeah, like, and that's when we consider, like, the last of the classics. Because Get Back was good, it wasn't a classic. Nah, that, at that point, it was indie. Yeah. Was they on Koch? I don't, not Koch nah. or E1 or something like that. Yeah, but that shit was fire. I think they was just, like, indie on some basis, because I remember they were selling people. Remember they had the whole Get Back Little Brother? Yeah. Uh, thing going on the yeah, campaign. I, I I I put a shirt on and got the MySpace too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's how I met you. You had the shirt. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they had that whole campaign. Like put this up here. Yo, they was actually doing that before Instagram and Twitter. Like the whole campaign hashtag shit. And it was just like they was doing that, and then the album came out, and you didn't have a lot of knife. That's how we knew something was going on. We didn't have a, a lot of knife beats on there. No. Except for breaking my heart with Wayne when he spells yep. the fuck out. And then you got uh I mean I'll say their their latest album, May the Lord Watch, was a classic. Like that shit's phenomenal still. Yeah. It's I, they just gotta work the shit out with with Ninth, bro. I think they just decided that they're not going to because Ninth the way it sounds with Ninth is he doesn't necessarily want to be there for the studio stuff. He only wants to be there for the performances. And he was like, there's like, okay, every so often a big performance, we can do that. But, like, you know, which is weird because he did the, the Fonte Charity Starts at Home album. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm saying because he was on, uh, he did one, two, you saying the same exact four. thing he said. He was on the Joe Bun podcast when that album was first announced, and they called him directly. He was like, he basically said the same thing as you. Like he, but he was trying to get out of it. He was like, listen, I just, it ain't really. That's what he was just basically saying. It's not my thing at this point. Yeah. And then they trying to figure out like, just like everybody else, like what you mean. But it was just basically he was like, it's got to be a situation where all of us got to be in the studio, and then I'm doing this and. I don't know if they want to do it in the studio. It's like, well, it just sounds like it's a lack of communication like most bands and groups. Yeah. But, and then Pooh and Fonte said, what, they just want to do something different. When they are asked about it, they barely be asked about it, too, so. Yeah. They but, bas- like, the funny thing is, they have no problem saying that. They'll be like, yeah, so this is what happened with that nigga. Yeah. No, straight up, though. When they are asked about it, they kind of straight up with it. Yeah. But that's why people probably don't want to ask about it, because then it's like, it seemed like you taking a shot at knife more so Pooh because remember Pooh had more problems obviously and yeah. that's why Charity starts at home had a knife on it and well, then Pooh just had knots on that one his last album if I'm not mistaken that came out in 2018 or 19 that was actually pretty good yeah but I mean I'll say this uh, Crisis and uh, others were, were very very good as knife wonder replacements like the production they got on Made the Lord Watch made me think that Ninth actually produced mm-hmm. on certain points. Now, once you go to a Ninth beat, you realize, like, okay, yeah, no, this this, this definitely wasn't Ninth. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, this is not a bad imitation. This is not a bad imitation. Right. And then I mean, Crisis is, is a good, you know, second option. You feel me? No disrespect to him, but that's a good second option to have. Yeah. It's no, it's no hatred whatsoever. Um, the one thing I think we gotta do though too is like, what's 
the best way to say this? I don't even know how to say it. But, no, 2005 was just a great year. Mm-hmm. A great year for hip-hop. Um, what's happening in wrestling right now? Let's see. The show is over, so that means Rampage is on. What's going on with Rampage? The fact that she didn't... Yo, that woman is a terrorist, man. What? She in New York didn't show up to the show. That's wild. Unless they got uh, some house shows they about to do. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was Andrade versus Pac tonight. Yeah. Like, <coughs> apparently Andrade going crazy. And he didn't show up. Why? Because he was in... Uh, he was in Mexico? No, it wasn't Andrade with the travel issue. It was Pac. He don't live in America? No, I think he still live uh, in uh, Europe. I guess, bro, when your job is in America. I don't blame him because I want to get the fuck up out of here. But God damn, bro, you willing to take that drive to work? Yeah. like if Once was, a month? If you was going to do that, my, my guy, NXT UK. Yeah, my nigga, why you just didn't go over there? Like, bro, that hell, no, that's a mission, bro. Unless Tony Khan got you, like, some business class flights where, like, the, the rates are much cheaper still. It's, but, bro, that's still 12 hours. Yeah. And then a layover. My nigga, you really want to stay over there that bad? I mean, no wonder he only work like once a month, but still, that's a lot, bro. Nigga, if you don't bring your ass over here. Damn, Andrade feel hard on that. Oh, the match on right now? Uh, yeah, I think it's it's just started. It might be over by now. Well, no. No, it's still going, but Andrade, they going crazy. Okay, I got to rewatch. It's a lot of yeah. shit I got to rewatch when I get to the creep. Yeah. No, this, this, they're going crazy. That's like just seeing some of the stuff I've seen, like some of the reactions people going to, some of the clips and gifts that's being put forth is like, yeah, they're going crazy right now. And this is like, yo, this if this would have been on the all-out card, exactly. Like, man. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that because SmackDown. I'm, I'm just, I just want to see the promo in the beginning. Uh, nah, yeah, I'll probably just watch the promo. I don't want to see Seth Rollins versus Edge, and, and I gotta run back Rampage. So and they, uh, the Demon is here. Yeah, I saw that. So they gonna have that match at the end of the month at Extreme Rules. Yeah, and I was like, we gotta figure out a way. If you're gonna keep the belt on Roman, the Demon just can't lose. It's the first time we've seen him in what, like three years, two years? He gonna lose. He gonna lose. He might even job. Nah, he ain't jobbing. Nigga ain't gonna be able to kick out that goddamn spear. Or now Roman Reigns' main thing is the choke. Yeah. He but ain't getting out that choke. They gonna have to figure out something because you can't have the demon tap out. Are you gonna tell? Him? Are they you gonna go to sleep? They got to cheat unless Brock come out and cheat for him. Cause then they just make. Well, they, I don't care. I don't think they care about making Finn look weak, but it's just like Brock don't need to do that. Even though he's like a baby face now. Like, that's why I want to see this promo to see if he like a baby face for real, for real, cutting promos. I don't know. he got Levi jeans on. Yeah, he got the, the Wranglers. <laughs> Levi <laughs> jeans. The trousers are looking funny, fam. <laughs> nah, um, 
what was the last thing I want to talk about before it's all said and done? Before it's all said, we still I'm got saying, we I'm, still got three bucks left. Yeah, like I'm saying it like the world is ending tonight. What how we know? It's true. Yeah. What are we gonna do about North Korea? Not a goddamn thing. We gonna die. That's what we gonna do. That shit's still fucking one of the funniest stories ever. Yeah. Niggas really trying to figure out what happened if the nukes come. Yeah. Niggas at work trying to figure out what they would do in a hypothetical situation with nukes that can get here in like ten minutes. Like nigga, I don't see no type of bunker. Take that hell, big fella. Just get mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. We gonna go see their lead concert in person. Mm-hmm. I need to ask about more than a woman. So. Yeah. So like, what, what was what was the headspace here? Did Missy write that? Static probably wrote that. I gotta look that up. That's actually interesting. Yeah, Static might have wrote that because I think Static wrote most of that album. Had to, especially I care for you. He definitely wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. That let me let me let me let me do my wikis. Let me do my wikis because that album is streaming now and yeah. I'm gonna play more than a woman at least twenty times today. More than a woman. They said it was, oh lyric, Sean Stephen Garrett. Yep, Static Major. Static Major. Missy wrote "I Care for You." Hmm. That's the only song she got on this album. Everything else was written by Stephen Garrett. Sean Garrett? No. That's uh, Static Major's real name. So, oh, okay. That's all I was trying to say. Like, Sean uh, Garrett. Tank wrote I Can Be. Even though Sean Garrett was out around that time. Because yeah. the old one, he wrote the song. And a uh, name from 90s R&B I haven't seen in a minute. But uh, Benjamin Bush, who was in the group Player, with Static Major. Yeah, okay. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was basically Player and uh, and Tank wrote this album. Tank is an interesting guy. One day we're going to have a Tank conversation. We don't need to. We can just move on. Let's move on. There's nothing to me that's interesting about Tank. I'll tell you off here. I'll just do the interesting. He's the, my encounters with Tank. Yeah. Oh, and they got I Miss You. That was written by uh, Jonte Austin. That makes sense. Yeah. It's very emotional. You know what's wild? His brother is Dallas, right? Yeah. That's Chili's uh ex. Yeah. It's kinda wild that Jonte Austin is this great, great R and B songwriter. And your brother is just this monster pop star. I'm like pop music maker. Like he's like, Oh yeah, 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 you did that one record. That shit was cute. My shit is five times platinum, my nigga. Get the fuck out of my face. It's a lot of money in that family. That's yeah. all we need to at yeah. this point, that's all that matters. Man. Yeah, didn't he watch Neo on the verses? Yeah, because everybody started noticing like he got shit. I'm like, bro, he real sweet leggy. Yeah, he's like 17 years old. Well, him and Tyrese the same age, so yeah. Yeah, like. No, he wrote that for Tyrese. Tyrese remember his uh, remember his uh, gotta get you. I gotta get you, get you. I hate that fucking song with passion. <laughs> that was horrific. I I hate that fucking song with passion, bro. The one you talking about, the one JD. Yeah. I hate that fucking song. I bought that compilation, but I hate that fucking song. Yeah, JT, JD didn't make anything good after Life in the 1472. Because he was eating too well. Yeah. Probably like, just, remember JD? I hate to do this, but remember JD went broke for a minute? Did he? I think he, apparently he went broke for a minute. I, I hate pocket count, but I swear that he, was reported. Or I think Dr. Dre said that. Even with the crisscross money? 
Yeah, him and Dr. Dre's beef. Remember, Dr. Dre said he went broke. Oh, yeah, well, hey. You know Dre gonna tell everything. Dre a messy man. Yeah, he always spilling tea. Who's the messiest man you... Name the messiest person you can think of. Yeah. It's a man, isn't it? And the thing is... Every time... talk, but when he do talk, it's some bullshit. Yeah. Or putting himself... It's nothing but mess. It's none. Like, I was telling my wife that last night. Think of the messiest person you know. It's a man. It's always a man. Because niggas be running their mouth. Niggas is messy as shit. Niggas running their mouth. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, yeah. He wrote Be Without You. He wrote... I hate that fucking song. Call on me. I don't like that one. The Janet Nelly one. Can I hate I? that fucking beat. Do, 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 do. Can't help but wait. Mm-hmm. By Trey Songz. Wrote "Come Over" for Aaliyah, the one that never really got on the album, but that shit was fire with Tank doing the harmonies. Yeah. I think he wrote "Every Time the Beat Drop" by Monica. I hate that fucking song. Monica doing the country album, and I think this could work. Oh, that shit gonna go platinum. Yeah. It's gonna be a bunch of white people be like, damn, this Monica can sing. Yeah. Nigga, y'all didn't hear it before I let you go. I'm on yeah. life. He wrote I Don't Wanna either by Aaliyah, for Aaliyah. I this is JD. No, it's Jonte Austin. Okay, I had to make sure. Yeah. They don't have all his credits, but. He got heat, but we know the rest. He got With You, Chris Brown. He got Title, Sweet Lady. He wrote Stingy, the best genuine song in existence. That's one. That's probably a top twenty, top ten R and B song. Hey, doom, 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 I don't know what doom, the fuck he doom. was going through. I don't mind it's all mine. I adore. I would so adore. What was that last year? Did you bring that up or somebody brought that up on the timeline? Well, what, what, uh, no, it was so anxious. It was like meet me at eleven yeah. thirty, and then it's ten ten. Where you been, nigga? You just said eleven thirty. That's right. I remember that because it was it was trending. On the timeline, or yeah. at least on our timeline, then me and you talked about that shit for like two hours straight. Like, bruh, I had to really break down that lyric. That was one of the highlights of last year when people yeah. just start discovering shit because we stuck in the house. They like, yo, this nigga is nasty. Because <laughs> yeah, like, then I never, we grew up listening to that song. That's how you know music be slick. Because we grew up listening to that song, we'd be rocking with it because of our parents. But then. Being an adult and people running back to you like, yo, like when I found out Seal was talking about cocaine from Kiss from a Rose, I was like, well, nigga, you right. Yeah, like, wait, how? And then you're like, oh. Like everything. You just, you don't hear it because he be in la da 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 da. Music be trickery, bro. Yeah. So I be trying to tell people some of that shit be trickery. I don't try to get religious, but I'm like some of that shit will fool the fuck out. Yeah, you. it's uh the redacted Kelly guy. Everybody still listening to his shit, and this nigga's a demon. Yes. So what does that tell you about music? Yes. So it might be something to that, whether it's, you believe in God or not. It's something me and the wife was talking about. Like, you know, the good old boys like to listen to Credence, Credence Clearwater. Mm-hmm. It was like. Go listen to Creedence Clearwater and really think. Them niggas was not for the good old boys the way you think they were. I see. Right. Have you ever seen... Have, yeah, Who'll Stop the Rain? Niggas like, nigga, when is Vietnam ending? Bruh, that's the whole album. <laughs> He's like, Vietnam. Okay, the next song. Vietnam. The next song. Viet fucking Nam, bitch. This... And I'm like, y'all niggas in sir, bruh. Yeah, and you're talking about looking out the back door. It's like, wait, wait, wait. You, you trying to drive dodge? Oh, turn it up. You know what I got hit to that shit when I played Mafia 3? 
I was like, okay, that nigga was in Vietnam. It's a Vietnam album. It's a Proud Boy album. Like Jackson Ryder, but like these niggas are spitting. Yeah. He listened to that album. Like, nigga, come on, bro. Yeah. Just, you ain't even serving a war. You was just there. That nigga said, hey, give me a chance against Bobby Lashley. Everybody, even like, yo, even them, them Abbeys. Yeah. I mean, I don't trust the Abbeys, but even they said no. I was like, shit, it might be hope for the future. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, because when you see people with certain Abbeys, like Brock Lesnar, somebody like Sasha Banks, Naomi, you might be like, all right, this is about to be some bullshit just because these are stands. They was like, get the fuck out of here. If a Brock Lesnar Abbey tell you to get the fuck out of here, yeah. you might want to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, if they sitting there like, nah, 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 nah. But no, what was I going to say? You stink, my nigga. You ain't even Brian Cage. I hurt my soul when I found out. Oh, we really doing Tully Blanchard versus Sting on Rampage. All right, uh, get your plugs in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. No, sir. <coughs> no, sir. Not, not, not. We already about to get CM Punk versus Steam. I yeah. will probably watch that. Ain't no, boy, ain't no way, boy. Tilly Blanchard versus, no, no, sir. Boy, ain't no way. Ain't no way. You can't even get your daughter a job, my nigga. And you was one of the four horsemen. Look, man. Tully had to tell Tessa like this. Comes a time where you gotta let I gotta let you be you. That was when they found out you was racist. They ain't found out I was racist yet. Right. You know why? I was on the four horsemen. I'm yeah. protected. I shut the fuck up. We didn't even they didn't even know you was my daughter until like three, four years yeah. ago. It was like, well didn't Rick Flair call Teddy Long a nigga? That was Rick. And I'm part of the four horsemen, so I'm straight. Yeah. Did you, did, you, did he say Arn? Did he say JJ? And you know how they said some shit. Yeah. Only definitely done said some shit. Yeah. But once again, we're the four horsemen. The most protective faction in history. Yeah. So he's like, look, look, I gotta tell you this, sweetie. Well, Psycho said. There's some things I, I can't I can't protect in this world and I can't defend you from. This one of them things. Cause the fact that WWE and AEW, when she got friends in both, they was Sasha like Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, Bailey, Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Imagine Scorpio Sky trying to get you a job. This nigga fighting for his life right now. Yeah, he got Dan Lambert. I like Dan Lambert though. I was saying this the other day. Dan Lambert's so good at running down AEW. He gonna convert some people to talk, start turning it off. They are gonna be like, you know what? Not the Q and I pro nigga, right? Yeah, no, the Q and I pro nigga. Bruh, cause he was cutting a promo on Sunday, and I had the TV on mute. It's like, I was like, you got three UFC fighters over here. You definitely killing him. No, no, no. It was Wednesday when he was cutting that promo. Yeah. Yeah, he was cutting that the promo of his life on Wednesday. And I got the TV on mute. But I'm like, yo, this nigga spitting and not the TV's on mute. Yeah. But I just seen, you already know, if you see a white dude, especially in Florida, with a polo on. The with flag, the embroidery. I'm like, with the haircut and the, the racist teeth. I'm like, oh, I already know what I'm getting. I don't need to turn yeah. my TV on. But I'm just seeing this nigga. The passion, nigga, I right, pause. I'm like, oh, okay, so he's spitting, but it yeah. don't relate to me. My nigga got Wrangler jeans on. Bruh, and cutting a promo, I said, yo, Scorpio Scott, you got to get the fuck up out of here, bro. If you ain't you ain't even getting a chance to cut no promo. You standing next to Mr. Sundown right now. Nigga, I'm like, bro, dude. Ethan Page ain't going to save you. Ethan Page look like a cool white dude, but. Yeah. He even looking like, damn, I might be in trouble. Yeah, like, yeah, they might ask him his last name, and if it don't, if it sound a little too European, he in trouble too. Bro, she can't get a job nowhere. Because all her friends is like, nah, I ain't sticking my neck out for you, bro. She gonna get a job at ROH. Well, who don't? You in the pot? 
was geht das schön? 